Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez. Welcome back, babies. I hope you guys liked the episode last week. This week, our main topic for today is don't be a mean girl, slash how to deal with mean girls, slash rude ass hoes. Um, <laughs> so we'll get into that today. And then we also answer some listener Q&A. So thank you guys for supporting the Thought Topic. As you know, Thought Topic is now hosted by Anchor. Anchor is a really dope hosting site for podcasts. Um, And it has this really cool feature called listener support, which is a way that you can monetarily support your favorite podcaster slash podcasts. So if you want to learn more info about that, how you can support me and give me money, um, that will be in the show description as well in the episode description. I will eventually also post a link for it on Instagram, but you know, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, but thank you guys so much in advance. Also, if you don't hear your question featured today, or if you forgot to submit a question, you can submit it on our Thought Tale forum, and a link to that is in the episode description as well as already on our Instagram. So basically what you can gather from these announcements is that if you're not following us on Instagram, you should. <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone's having a good week. Last week's episode was very fun and vulnerable. Um, I got into my feelings. And so this week I'm a little bit more loosey-goosey in this solo episode. Um, but I'm glad we're having so much one-on-one time. I mean, obviously I love having guests, but I feel like when I podcast by myself, like... I don't know. I feel like I have to be really in the mindset to do it just because when you have to talk to yourself for 40 minutes, it can derail in weird ways or your energy can be weird. And as a like natural extrovert, it's really easy for me to bounce off of other people. So to bounce off myself, that is a challenge. (laughs) Anyway, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, let's see. Next week, I'm going to be in Mexico. So stay tuned for all the thoughty swimwear content. You guys know how you guys know I live for a bikini pic. Like I'm always posting up in the bikini. So yes, there will be plenty of that while I'm in Tulum. I'm having a vacation. So I'm going with my mans. Um, it's his birthday next week slash Dia de los Muertos. I mean, it's also Halloween, but like they don't really celebrate Halloween in Mexico, but maybe they will because Tulum is like more touristy. So they'll probably have something Halloween-esque, you know, because there's more like Americans or like tourists there. I don't know. We'll see. My, basically, I got this idea from my friend, shout out, but it's like a thing in Tulum where everyone just wears white and creams. Like everyone just is wearing linen and I was talking to my friend at work and I was like, yo, like I'm, I'm going to be there during Halloween and I want to have a costume just in case people dress up. But I have a feeling most people won't. And she was like, Christian, do the like traditional thought costume. Just wear all white because it's what people wear on vacation anyway. And then she was like, just put a little angel halo in your bag. <laughs> and she was like, that way you have a costume if you need one, which is funny because have I been an angel Yes. Is that the traditional like standard hoe costume? It sure is. Oh my God. Speaking of one of my like promoter friends, he's hosting this like angels and demons party. And we were, he visited me at work the other day and we were talking about it. 
And he was like, yeah, I, I went with that theme because I know that's what that's what the hoes. Well, he said girls, but I'm saying hoes. He's like, that's what the girls love to dress up as for Halloween. And I was like, um, are you adding me? Because Diani and I were literally angel and devil for Halloween, like in 2019, I think it was. And honestly, it was cute. Like, I liked how I did it because I did like a little euphoria style. Like I wore like little rhinestones on my eyes. I had this like cute open back top from Adika and like biker shorts and chains on. Like I was kind of like a like punk, like emo, not really punk. That is a stretch. I had one chain on. Not me calling myself punk. Okay, embarrassing. But I was like a little bit of an alternative like angel. And Diani was like a devil fairy. So we put our own little spin on it instead of just wearing whatever outfit from fashion over dolls kill so um pick me choose me yes i'm different <laughs> speaking of halloween if you don't have your costume by now a thought tip for you is just wear a sexy outfit and just throw something on your head and that's what your costume is like that's like the traditional like slut thing to do and that's not gender exclusive like men can also do this girls gays and nays anyone um, just wear a sexy ass costume. And then if you just so happen to put a chef's hat on, boom, you're a sexy chef. If you just so happen to put on a firefighter hat, boom, you're a hot firefighter. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> like don't over, like be creative. If I was going to really like full out do Halloween this year, originally before my boo and I decided to plan this trip, we were going to dress up as the Adams family and I was going to be Morticia and he was going to be Gomez, my short king. Love it. <laughs> or Pam and Tommy is also a cute like Halloween costume. Another couple friend of mine is doing that. So I don't know. I feel like pop culture costumes are always superior. Like if you're like a character from a movie or like a celebrity couple in like a certain era. Oh, one year it was Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson with my ex-boyfriend, one of one of my exes. And honestly, people like got the costume immediately because I did Ariana Grande's makeup from the God is a Woman music video. And that was really popular at the time. And when he did his Pete Davidson costume, honestly, shout out because we were planning on going as something else. But then I last minute was like, wait, we should do this. It'll be fun. And it's like relevant. Um, so for his Pete Davidson costume, I put on makeup under his eyes to make it look like he had dark circles. And then we took like Sharpie or like a washable marker and just drew on like stupid tattoos on his arm. And, pe and he wore like a beanie and people got it immediately like people knew who we were so I guess this year if you wanted to also do that costume just replace Ari with Kim and then maybe if you have if you want to do like a group costume you can have a third person be Kanye you guys can like pose pictures of like Kim and or like of Pete and Kanye fighting and Kim standing on the side like oh my god stop God, I'm giving out all this content for free. You're welcome, guys. Anyway, um, so yes, excited for Halloween. Love spooky season, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So let's move on. Okay, so <clears throat> like I said, this week, I wanted to talk about how to not be a mean girl, how to deal with mean girls, or just rude-ass people in general. Um, I don't want to gender stereotype here and say, like, girls are mean or girls are bitches because they're not. Like, I'm a girl's girl. All of my closest friends are girls or female identifying people or like genderqueer people, gay people. Like most of my friends 
identify with femininity in a strong way. So I just want to put that disclaimer, okay? But like sometimes you meet people, especially like girls, if you like to go out a lot, if you like to club a lot, and they're not, I don't know, they just like uphold that mean girl stereotype. And it sucks because it's like you don't want to like, I don't know. I want to support other girls. I don't want to just assume someone's being a bitch. But sometimes bitches really are just being bitches. Like, let's just be fucking for real. So if that's the case, I just wanted to give some tips on how to deal with that. And also just say that, like, you know, justice for the mean girl, because sometimes I can empathize with them. Not in like, I feel sorry for them. But like, I have been in that position before. We're like, I don't know in my past like I've been immature like sometimes I'm just a bitch it just it happens to the best of us especially us strong-willed outspoken type people like sometimes you're just in a bitchy mood and you just feel like being a bitch I personally try to take that out on straight men especially like in public like if they're doing something that's irritating for example like a big ass man stepping on me in the club and they step on my fucking shoe or some shit like I'm not gonna be very polite about that I'm just being honest but that, but I feel like it's justified in that way. <laughs> Not me justified being a mean girl when it's convenient for me, whatever. Anyway, but, you know, I think it's always good to try to be the bigger person. And that's the general, like, rule of thumb. But sometimes when you're dealing with a mean girl, I don't know. You try different tactics. And if all else fails, well, I'll tell you what to do. So let's just get into it. Okay. <clears throat> Tip number one. If you're dealing with a mean girl, kill them with kindness. That is a tip straight from Mama Sanch, Robin Sanchez, my mother, queen, queen of divine femininity, just like the nicest bitch alive. Um, <laughs> so I remember like any time in my life, I, I, if I was having like petty drama or like cattiness or just dealing with like bitchy people in general. My mom is always like, Christian, just be kind. Like you're a sweet girl. Just always go the kind route, right? Like that's the cliche. I always kill them with kindness. So like an example of this is like, let's say someone's trying to insult you or throw shade at you. Try to spin it into a compliment because like in some ways you're kind of acknowledging what they're doing, but then you're also like, making it a positive thing is that toxic positivity maybe I'm not really sure what that means I kind of know what that means so if this is included in that my bad but try to make it into a nice thing in a in a way of kind of the point of trying to make it a positive thing is also you kind of checking them you know what I mean to be like bitch you're not gonna get to me today like the devil does not have me in his clutches today. You're not going to fucking try it. For example, okay, one time, I remember one time I went out with my friends. We were at Avenue RAP, my ex-favorite club. Uh, I miss Avenue. Moment of silence. Anyway, so one time I was at Avenue with Diani, and we were out with our friends and we went to the bathroom and I had on this cute fit. Like I, it was like this skirt that had like, I think it was from Poster Girl, it was a black skirt and a black top and it was a set and it was like a rhinestone flame on the skirt. Like it looked like rhinestone fire and then like a rhinestone top. It was really fucking cute. I've only worn it that time and I honestly should rewear it because that shit was cute. Anyway, so I um, had that on. I felt really cute and this girl in the bathroom came up to me and she was just talking to me and Diani 
and Diani went to the bathroom and I was just talking to her for a second. She was like, oh, your outfit's cute. And I was like, thanks. I got it from Poster Girl. And she was like, yeah, I know where it's from. I shop there. And I was just like, okay, like she's just speaking kind of dry, whatever. And then she was like, oh, what size is that? And I was like, oh, it's a small. And she goes, really? Because I got a small too. Like I usually order a small from there and it looks pretty large on you. Like you look bigger than me. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but she said it in a really nasty way. Like she was trying to imply that like I'm much skinnier and tinier than you, which like congratulations, like cool. Uh, Like, okay, I'm a skinny bitch like I am. But if you were skinnier than me, like I don't really care. That doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not like insecure about my body. You know what I mean? So I was just like, uh, okay. And I was like, so I was like, okay, how can I spin this into a good thing? Because I was kind of caught off guard. I was kind of put on the spot. And basically I just said to her, I was just like, yeah, well, I really like how it looks on me. I feel like it's very flattering on my body. So I feel like, you know, whatever size you normally go with, just go with that. Like I totally just like let it roll off and like spin it on her to be like, well, I think I look good, bitch. So go to hell. And then she was just like, "Mm, yeah, whatever. And then she just like left. And then I was talking to Diani about it and I was like, bro, I'm pressed. Like, why did she just speak to me that way? And Diani was like, girl, if some girl is trying to call you big, like she's delusional. You know what I mean? And like, I don't even mean that in a like gloating type of way, but it's just facts are facts. You know what I mean? So then we kept joking about it the whole night and I, or we kept like making jokes about it the rest of the night and it was fine. But yeah, so I guess that's an example of trying to kill someone with kindness. Like this can also be applied if just like in general, you just get bitchy energy from someone like I've had a co- I Oh, my God. I work. I had to work with this guy one time. He was a bestie and he just he was one of those people that was like, oh, I'm gay so I can be mean. And it's like, OK, listen, I love like powerful energy like if you're if you have bitchy energy that's fine like whatever but it like there's a difference between just like being direct and then just straight up being like rude or condescending I think and so like I said his whole persona was that like that's my main characteristic like that's how I am which I don't think is an excuse like if you're a self-proclaimed bitch I don't think that's an excuse for being like we just have to accept you being a bitch like I'm still gonna give you that same energy back But anyway, so he was always like really bitchy to me at work when I was like first starting there. And I was just like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, this isn't going to fly. So every time he was rude to me or he said something kind of bitchy to me, I just like politely checked him. I was like, no, actually, it's this. You know what I mean? Because I was confident with myself and I knew what I was talking about. And I didn't have to be rude. Like I was still very polite. Like when I came into work, I was like, hey, so-and-so, how are you? I was still very friendly. But I like set my boundary like, checkmate bitch like you're not gonna be mean to me so final thoughts kill him with kindness okay number two now let's say hypothetically in a mean girl setting this is very regina george vibes um let's say there's a person and they're being a little too friendly with your mans or your partner or something there's a way to check them you can do a couple different ways so if someone's being a little too friendly with your mans let's just say mans for the sake since most of my listeners are girls and gays. Um, Let's say someone's being too friendly with your mans. A way you can handle this is you can make out with your mans in front of them. Claim your territory. Um, If you are like this, you could ask them for a threesome. Me, I would not take that route. Some people do that. They're like, oh, you want my man? Okay. 
We both want him. Let's let's make a party out of this. That's bad advice. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but if someone's being too friendly with your mans, like I think it's a good way to just stop and check yourself and be like, okay, clearly they are loyal to you. If it's someone you're not fully dating yet and they are reciprocating this girl's energy or whoever this person is, then like, okay, that's time to evaluate. Then you can like look at him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And you can get mad at him, not at her. But if it's like your partner and he's like clearly shutting this person down or like someone you're with and they're like shutting this person down, but they're kind of being persistent. Like, I feel like the best thing to do is just act like it doesn't bother you. And I know that might be hard to say, but if you look jealous, that's going to like feed their ego and be like, what are you threatened? Are you threatened babes? And no, we are not threatened here because we are confident with ourselves and we know that we have that million dollar pussy. But I'm just saying like, you can't let them show that you can't show them that you're bothered because that just like in in their book they win. So you have to like kind of check yourself, take a step back. So and at the end of the day, like if your person is loyal to you, it won't even matter. And if they're not, that's a whole other issue and like good luck good luck with that girl, but I just feel like the best thing to do in that case is to act unbothered. Like oh my god. <laughs> The way that this this has happened to me so many times and it's because you know like I've dated a lot of people who work in like a nightlife or who are like like to go out or whatever and just like when you're in a club environment like it's not always obvious if you're like dating someone because there's so many people like you're pushing through a crowd whatever so if someone like flirts with your mans like you don't have to take it personally you can be like yeah I know he's sexy in some ways it's a compliment but then if they like keep doing it after like he's shut the or he's rejected them or like whatever then you can kind of be like yo can you please chill but I think like nine times out of ten you don't want to show that you're bothered so just kind of like let it go and like I said worst case scenario just make out and start having sex right in front of her and then maybe she'll get it so <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was ever a funny time this happened to me oh I was seeing this guy one time in 2019 we were just like going out and we all went out like his friends and my friends we all went out to a club together one night I think this was like another avenue night but I don't remember and I remember there was this girl that he used to talk to there and she like came up to him and she was trying to talk to him and he kept kind of just like ignoring her and she was just and she like looked at me and she kind of like realized like I was there with him and she was just like ew and I was just like in my in my head, my inner dialogue said, I know this girl is not look, giving me a dirty look when she has flashback for days. Disclaimer, if you don't know what flashback is, it's when you wear um, eye, under eye makeup that's way too light, such as powder or concealer, and it gives you like that white cast and it looks really bad and you get flashback in photos. That's why it's called flashback. Anyway, you could like see it in person, not just like in the photo. Like you can tell her concealer was too light. And I was just like, girl... I'm not worried about you. And at the end of the day, if you really want him that bad, that's fine. You can have him. Whatever. Like, my thing is, is I never want to fight over a man. That's, like, embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, it's embarrassing in general to date men. I'm going to just say it. Like, as a bi girl, like, I have to feel that way. But you know what? You can't help who you're attracted to. Love is love, right? That goes for shitty straight people, I guess, too. <laughs> so... Yeah, like, I, I, where am I going with this? <laughs> 
So the point I'm trying to make is like, I'm not going to fight over a man. Like if it's really that serious and like you really want to fight for a man, you can have him because I cannot be bothered to care. Now, if it's my boyfriend, I like, I, I just trust that if it's my boyfriend or someone I'm dating, they're going to like check it. So whatever. Case closed. Um, so that brings me to my next tip along the same lines as not letting someone get the best of you. Tip number three is ignore her or them or whoever. Um, and this can be applied in a couple different scenarios, not just like if someone is flirting with someone you're interested in, but like if someone is directly trying to like put you down or just like making you feel bad about yourself, like protect your space and boundaries. I know that sounds so cliche. That sounds so like Instagram health, <laughs> like Instagram tips, but like, okay, you, it's really just better to just be like out of sight, out of mind. If it's in person and someone's bothering you or they're making you feel some type of way, try to remove yourself from the situation. Like there have been times before, like I, like, let's say I was around someone and I really didn't want to be around them. I tried my best to like separate myself from them. And then like after I left the party or the get together or whatever, I like said to whoever, like, I don't want to hang out with that person again. I'm like, I think I'm good on them. You know what I mean? And it's just like a, it's about protecting your energy and it's really just so important to do. Um, that can also be applied on social media. Like if there's just someone that like makes you feel bad or they're kind of like, they're kind of like a frenemy, like you're on good terms with them, but you're like low key, you know, they feel some type of way about you or they feel, or you feel some type of way about them. Like there's kind of like this underlying tension. I feel like it's best just to either unfollow them or like mute them or mute their posts or something. Because for me, it's just like if you're constantly seeing them on social media, you're going to be reminded of them and reminded of how they make you feel. So it's just better to just have it out of sight, out of mind. To be honest, that's why I don't really take it personally. If like, you know, let's say there's someone I was friends with or someone I used like I was acquaintances with and they unfollow me or whatever, like it does it, like it, it does suck at first because you're like, oh, they don't fuck with me. But at like if you take a second to think about it, then you're like, OK, well, you know what? Like if I bother them, like respect to you because you don't want to see my shit. I don't want to see your shit. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be much deeper than that. And like fortunately with social media, we we have the power to filter those things. So it's just like I said, better to for your mental health and your own space to just like not engage or regularly see people that make you feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Or people who have put you down or made you feel bad. Like don't keep mean people close to you. You don't need to see them regularly. You don't need to talk to them regularly, you know? And like, I know it sucks, but like if someone does make you feel that way and you need to unfollow them, if they say to you like, Hey, why'd you unfollow me? Just be honest. Be like, you know what? I don't know. I, I always go by the rule of thumb as like, I don't think you need to be mean about it, but I always think you need to be willing to stand up for yourself. So like, let's say you said something negative about someone and they confront you or you want to follow them and they confront you. Just be fucking honest, like stand up for yourself. Like, and however they receive it, that's how they receive it. So like I said, if all else fails, ignore them. Ah, uh, my last tip, and this is my favorite tip. So let's say you've tried everything. You tried to be the bigger person. This person's still harassing you or you're out and they're still being shitty to you. 
when it comes to last resorts, beat their ass. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. This is coming from a girl who can't fight. Um, <laughs> I Okay, I have only been in like two fights in my life. Three if you count me sucker punching someone. Um, I don't condone violence. Let me say that. Um, and two of the fights, I like fist, physical fist fights I've been in, have been with two of my sisters when I was like a teenager. Um, and yeah, that is not fun. Love my sisters. They're queens, but... Definitely, we're all close in age, and so when we were teenagers, obviously, like, we would fight, and I would get my ass beat. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I don't say resort to violence. Like, I'm mostly kidding with this, but also, like, if someone does try to fight you, you got to be able to stand up for yourself. Like, I, there have been times before, oh, my God, like, one time, a friend of mine, she was getting, this girl kept harassing her when we were out before, and she started, she kept trying to fight her. My friend kept being like, no, leave me alone. And she kept trying to get away with her. And this girl kept following up, like following her. And they started fighting because like this girl kept coming at her. Um, so me as the bystander friend, I'm not going to let my friend get their ass beat. So I tried to step in. I tried to get the girl off of her. You know, I didn't try to escalate the situation by like jumping on this other girl. But you know, like, oh my God, there's a funny video of me punching this girl in the head. It's, I just look like such a pansy, but it did help. Like she, this girl did get off my friend. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, then you know, but you know, ugh, take a shot every time you say it, no, <laughs> but I guess the point I'm trying to say is like, in the words of Wow, you can say and get your ass beat or you can say and get your fucking ass beat. It is what it is. And that, my friends, and that, thoughties, is how you deal with mean girls. I will not be answering any more questions at this time. Thank you. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, okay, baby. So we are now going to get into the Q&A session. I posted this on my Instagram. And I also took some questions from the Thought Tales submission. So I'm going to answer some of your questions. Um, okay, first of all, I would like to say Diani submitted a question. It's not really a question or advice or anything. She just said that she's seeing her crush on Friday. She all wants you to know. So, Diani, we expect updates. You know, the important ones. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> okay, let's see. First question. <clears throat> Hi, Thotties. I'm recently single and I haven't sexted in a while. Any tips or advice? Ooh, okay. So let's see. If you're recently single, you're probably talking to new people. And disclaimer, if you're sexting someone for the first time, like I, I personally like to wait to see like if we're sexually compatible. I think there's definitely a difference between sexing someone you've had sex with before and someone you're anticipating having sex with, especially if it's like on a dating app, you're like, yes, I'm attracted to this person. Um, if you're just looking for hookups, then like, yeah, get right down to it. But as always, I just need to say this. You always want to be careful on who you're sending stuff to because you never know who you're dealing with. Someone could leak your nudes. And just always know that there that is always a possibility and like be prepared for the consequences if that happens. Me, I feel like it would make me more famous and maybe finally convince me it would push me to start an OnlyFans. So just throwing that out there. Um <laughs> so just kidding. Um so let's see. 
Um, I definitely think a good like way to test the waters is just by like starting the conversation, asking them what they're into. Like if they like, you know, if they like choking or hair pulling, like if you're into that or like asking like, oh, have you ever had sex this way or what's your favorite position? Like that's like kind of a lukewarm way to get into it, to get it started. And then you can kind of like spice up the conversation from there and be like, oh, I want you to do this to me. I would love like if you did this, I think it would be so hot if we if we did that. You know what I mean? You can fill in the blanks. It's a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Um, let's see what else. You can always just send videos. Some people are into like watching videos of other people having sex like like um I dated this guy before who would be like oh I would think it'd be so hot if I like saw a video of you like hooking up with another guy or something that is called cuck holding my friends be aware if you are dating someone like that <laughs> I'm just kidding um some people are into that um you can always like I don't know an easy like way to start sexting is like you could send a sexy pic in the morning and you like have on maybe like a cute little like tank top in your undies and you're like laying in bed and you send like a sexy selfie and then kind of like go from there. That's fun. So, yeah, like it doesn't have to be hard. And like you can always you can go super graphic if you want, if you're into that. Or it can just be like little teasers leading up to you actually having sex with them. So try that out. Let me know what you think. OK, um, number two. Next question. Ooh. Okay. Um, I don't like my friend's boyfriend. He's really fucking rude. <laughs> and I feel like he's disrespectful to her in front of me. I'm getting to the point where I can't deal with it anymore. And she wants him to hang out with us on Halloween. What should I do? Should I say something to her? Help. Okay. So I am someone, I don't, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but I'm someone who has been in both positions of that. Like I've been in, in positions before where like my friend is dating someone that I really don't care for. And I've also been the person that has the boyfriend that no one can fucking stand. And not now. Everyone loves Bay, current Bay. <laughs> and I just think it's like, regardless of what position you're in it sucks like it sucks all around because like obviously you want your friends to like your boyfriend but you can't force it right when I was a girl dating like a shitty boyfriend it was more because similar to this person who wrote in like he was like our relationship was toxic and my friends would always say like I feel like he treats you bad and like you can see it when he you guys are in front of us and I was like so in denial of it. I was like, no, 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 no. And like I was so thankful for my friends that stuck around and like were like, okay, well, this is what we think. We love you. We're going to be friends with you no matter what. But like we have to draw this boundary that like, you know, we don't want to be around you guys if you're fighting or if he's like going to treat you badly in front of us. Like I had one boyfriend before who would always like argue. We would always argue in my apartment. And one of my roommates, my past roommate said to me before, she was like, yo, Christian, like, I love you. But like, if he's going to wild out like that, like he cannot come here. You know what I mean? So it's just like a thing, you know, um, I would say like as someone like when I have been in the position, this position and like 
when I put my friends in this position, I think you kind of get like one chance to really just like speak your piece. Like depending on how serious it is, like if you just find her boyfriend annoying, like you just don't really care for him. That's one thing. Like it's just like, okay, just like hang out with him when you have to like for major events. But if he's like bad to her, like toxic, then just say to her, like sit her down and be like, look, I love you. Like I'm going to be here for you. But we need to talk about your man. Like, I feel like X, Y, Z. I don't want to hear about it all the time until you guys like work on it. You know what I mean? Just like set boundaries and talk to her. And then go from there. Like if she's if she receives it well, good. But you can't like really hate on your friend's man because eventually it's just going to like I feel like unfortunately the relationship will fall apart, especially if she's one of those girls that like picks her man over her friends. And like, that's really unfortunate, but sometimes like that happens. Um, but I don't know. I have a lot of empathy for people in this situation. And when like my friends have gone through it, I have empathy for them because like, I know what that's like to be in like a relationship that sucks or to like be dating someone that's just like disrespectful. Um, And so you can say that and be there for them, but like you don't have to compromise your own boundaries. Like if it becomes too much, then you can like distance yourself. But I think you owe it to your friend to just like be honest with her. So, um, (laughs) how do you get a sugar daddy? Have you ever had one? Do you think I would be here right now if I had a sugar daddy? Be for real. (laughs) Okay. Um, I have really, since like I've been doing thought topic, I really want someone to come on my show and like talk about being a sugar baby. Um, I almost had someone come on before, but then they weren't able to do it because they were like nervous about their identity, which I totally understand. But I like, I personally have never had a full blown sugar daddy, like someone who was like financially compensating me. I've had what my friends call Splenda daddies. which a splendid daddy is just kind of like a wealthy man who will like pay for things here and there or get you like nice things here and there and like that's nice too if you just want like little gifts like I feel like a full-on sugar daddy is like a form of sex work where it's like you're dating someone for like mutual benefits like you're not really attracted to them or maybe you are attracted to them, but like they're monetarily compensating you. Like I know people who have done that where it's like they have like a set up arrangement with a sugar daddy. Um, and honestly, like for me, I feel like I just like have other things going on in my life to where like I've never really like wanted to heavily pursue that. You know what I mean? But I think like if some, if it's something you're interested in, definitely like do your research Um, I know back in the day people used to use seeking arrangements but I feel like now seeking arrangements is like oversaturated and I feel like now there's a lot of scammers out there so you have to be really really careful especially like finding people like that online I feel like the best situation to find someone like that is definitely like organically like you meet them in person things like that um But I don't know, like, I really, I really want to have someone come on the show and like talk about how to get a sugar daddy. Like I would, I, if you're listening to this, please, I would love to interview you. I know people who are sex workers and have had sugar daddies before. Um, and honestly, like 
I know people who have met them in clubs, strip clubs, things like that. Places where rich men hang out, like nice hotel bars, things like that. And it kind of just happens organically. Like over time, they start paying for your stuff or they say, listen, I want to help you out. Let me pay for this, this and this. You know, so it's really just like kind of what you're comfortable and what you're looking for. If you just want like a rich guy to like wine and dine you, that's like standard, easy to find. But if you want someone to help you like pay your bills and like being a sugar baby to just be your lifestyle, there's like a lot of different. Honestly, I know this sounds cliche, but like Reddit is really helpful for that. There's like different Reddit groups and threads you can read. Um, TikToks. Um, YouTube and look for people who are like really honest about it people who don't just like glamorize like oh yeah I just met this old guy and he just like pays my rent like to be honest most of the time when people say stuff like that they're not telling the full truth like they make it seem like oh I don't have to do anything and he just gives me money like the the reality of it is and I've heard this from a lot of people and like when men have proposed to me like, oh, I want you to be my sugar baby or like I'll pay you if weekly if we do this, like they want something in return. Usually it's sex. So like keep that in mind, you know, like I don't think sometimes I feel like there's this misconception that like, oh, I'm just going to get a sugar daddy and like all my problems will be solved. Like it's easier said than done. And it like it's a little bit more planned than that, which is why I think like, you know, I'm not an expert in this field. Like I just know a little bit from my own experience and what from things that like people I know have told me. So I just think if it's something that you're interested in, know that there's risk. But also like if you can secure that bad girl, good for you. Honestly, sometimes it seems more glamorous than it is. So just do your research get to know the person, be strict with you or like be set in what you want and know what you want and don't let try to like someone convince you otherwise. But yeah, I'm going to try to find someone who will come on my show and talk about this. Or if you've had experience with this, if you're listening and you've had like a full-blown sugar daddy before, write in, I'll share it on the show. So, ooh, that's fun. Um, But part of the reason I want to talk about it too is because like I said, like, I always care about women's safety and women's health. So always like I I just would rather like talk about it in an organic and like real kind of way instead of just like spreading this false narrative of like, oh, you can just scam these old guys. Sometimes hustler style, sure. <laughs> not hustler style, not like that movie, but I mean like in a hustler way. Um, sure, maybe once in a while you can do that, but whatever. That's not always the case. So just be smart. Okay, that's all I have for you guys this week. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, rate us five stars, share with a friend, subscribe. Ah, thank you, Thotty, so much. Thank you guys for always tuning in. Um, before we wrap up, I just want to share my thought anthem of the week. And my thought anthem this week is 34 plus 35 by Ariana Grande. I don't know what it is. But fall time makes me think of Ariana. I guess I like mentioned her this episode. Maybe it's because I was her for Halloween. But this song is so cute and sexy. Obviously about 69ing. Very on brand for Thought Topic. Um, so yeah, that's my Thought Anthem this week. I don't know what it is, but like something about this song and like putting on makeup, it just makes me feel iconic. Makes me feel sexy and like really cute. So it makes me also want to have, it makes me horny. I'm not going to lie. It's a sexy song. Whatever. But 3435 by Ariana Grande. That's my thought anthem this week. So thoughties.
listen to the Thought Anthem playlist while you're getting ready to go out and pop your pussy this weekend. And that's all I have. So thank you guys again so much. If you like the Thought Topic, you can follow us on Instagram. That is at the thought topic there is a zero in thought on instagram twitter you know the drill if you like me you can follow me at christian like dior with two r's on instagram and just christian like dior with one r on tiktok um let's see what else thank you guys i love you so much and i will see you all next time Mwah.